Hey folks, welcome back. It's thegoodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel Stales from New Orleans, episode 175, part two. Part two? We got a producer that says you don't get to do parts. He's like, bro, if you'd had less parts, uh-huh. you'd have more shows. Randy Perez in the house, mixing the levels, and he was the guy. He was He's the, uh, okay, Dave Clemens was like our little godfather. Uh, Randy Perez is our podfather. You heard like he came in and he was like, Randy Perez came in and was like, here's the shit you're doing wrong and fix it. He's right, just looking right. after the syndication value. Of, and of, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, more episodes equals more money, as, so ju- as, as you've already learned. So just to fuck with Randy Perez, we just went back to our old school style of calling an episode, episode a part two after he had talked us out of it. I think that this episode warrants it. it I think war- it does. It warrants it. It needs yeah. uh, cohesion. <laughs> connective thread yeah like a fabric so we got uh randy perez here on the mixing board but uh we've got uh andrew cousin andy i get look i just gotta call you cousin andy dude uh, as most people know me as cousin andy and, we got, and, and i'm i'm 100 percent down with that i've actually started introducing myself as cousin andy to people outside of new Orleans. Get i noticed that tonight. well in amsterdam i'm cousin andy for sure <laughs> there's no question about it and speaking of Amsterdam, we've got uh, Amsterdam Philip here. AP. Nobody knows me as AP outside of this room. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> but everyone here. Everyone here does. And across hey. the land in the U.S. knows you as AP. Yep. AP, you just flew in uh, from Amsterdam and yep. literally came straight from the airport to here. Um, yeah, shitty with weather. Shitty weather in the Netherlands. Zero degrees, fog, freezing roads. Uh, darkness, and then after 15 <laughs> hours presto, New Orleans sunshine, light, lovely blue, weather, light, <laughs> yellow, lovely yeah. people, drinks, yeah. maybe some smokes, yes, everything a man could want for. <laughs> I think this is a, the the best time of year actually in New Orleans these Me too. days. Really? Yeah, end of it, November. It used to be October, but since beginning climate of change, December, but since <laughs> climate change, it's it just keeps edging down, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Soon it's gonna be January fifteen, but right now, <laughs> yeah, like, right now it's here. I've I've never been here during this sort of like slide between Thanksgiving and Christmas. The, you know, I've been here. The first time I ever came down was the beginning of November, which was pretty nice. And then I've been down here for New Year's, which is pretty nice. But I've yeah. never been down here this time of year, and I agree with you. It's super nice. Yeah, it's, it's pretty freaking gorgeous, dude. Great time for a wedding, and we're just gonna for those who go back and listen to the last episode. But if you didn't. We're here talking with Jeff and uh, all of our friends who are here for a pod party. And uh, most people have a rehearsal dinner or whatever, which you are having tomorrow night. But this is our like, like little pod bachelor party with Jeff uh, with his wedding coming up on this Saturday at City Park. I believe that uh, Tracy is going to come on this episode. Tonight. I think she is. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, folks, you'll finally get to meet You're Tracy. I was, I was hit, Joel and I were debating earlier on. I was like, I don't think Tracy's ever been on. you got to do that. I don't and think so. Joel was saying he thought so, and I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I think so. But speaking of Tracy, Tracy and Jeff, you guys went to Amsterdam this summer. Here's uh-huh. the thing that I love. This is a fun thing. Like um, Amsterdam, Philip, and we've told the story so many times. I'm not going to retell it right now. But like Philip came across the podcast. And then three years ago, introduced himself to Jeff, and then myself, and he just assumed little homie would be in like right behind us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like little homies, where is he? You know. And uh, since then, we had this magical moment of meeting people, 
and all of y'all some that has to do with me some that has to do with you jeff and some like there's been i think okay we have this new orleans gang and it seems like the dutch you guys have this your gang and these gangs have become like intersectional in some ways and uh jeff and Tra jeff and tracy went and visited uh amsterdam philip and our friend Anne Marie over here, sitting over your right shoulder. Yep, yep. Shout out to Anne Marie, and uh, I had a wonderful time this summer. Uh, yeah, you get getting driven in style in a six, blue '65 Mustang, you know, in the countryside of Belgium. That's how it's, <laughs> it's done. Uh, it's pretty good. That's, how it's done. That's pretty good. Convertible? Yeah. Did you mention convertible? Con convertible. That was pretty good. And Jeff at uh, uh, the Dutch Pride was a pretty good day. Yeah, that's right. The big Dutch party. Pride. Yeah, that was that pretty was pretty big a, party. Yeah, yeah. So like this, uh, the you know probably the biggest gay festival in the world, world. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, it was like brewing up as we got to Amsterdam, and then you know it 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 kicked off, and it was it was terrific. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, good. And then you got yep. Uh, no, I was just going to say, it, it, a little bit after you were there, I went to Amsterdam, and Philip and I were talking really, uh, I was going to say late, but really early, early in the morning. And <laughs> Not we, coffee, people. And he brought up exactly how incredible it is, you know, how Philip and this group of people who've been coming down over the years have sort of slid into a group of people who I've been connected with personally for what 25 years now? Yeah, how many is it a long how many long. jazz fests in a row for you now uh it's not the number of jazz fests i mean but, it's but I mean, since something. i first came down to visit yeah. danny on oak street when i was 16 years old like, yeah, that's that's what it goes back to for me and and how our groups have sort of intertwined and you know like how many of us americans have been over to amsterdam to hang out with philip and, and his friends and and how close we're becoming together it's just uh it, I, I don't hesitate to say that it is this very podcast and these people yep. who made this possible. Oh, yeah, sure. There you go. We're like... It might be the best thing about the podcast. We're the best Dude. matchmakers in the world. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we match. We, 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 we match.com, two countries, Jeff. Yeah, that's right. We just, like, hooked it up. Yeah. Fuck who, Trump. Who would, ever Trump have, who would ever have thought that New Orleans and the Netherlands had some well, kind yeah. of... Uh, affinity. <laughs> some kind of Cross-affinity. Uh, yeah, like, no. Yeah, you guys talked about it, but I've got like people at work listening to the pod. Come oh, on, yeah, the yeah. guy Lars, the it was the Lars, Lars, and he's, he's following the property. you yeah. really fanatically, and some other guys are listening. So uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you should see a heat map on your uh, Google Analytics. Oh, I have. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. I've seen. It. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 the the Netherlands is is white hot. No, um, we do pretty well out. over there, for sure. <laughs> AP man, what's up, dude? Um tired yeah not really feeling it but i mean it's like it's a, it's a long flight out so yeah. uh yeah it's uh, about 15 hours and um, just arrived just arrived uh andy uh, uh was waiting at the airport with a cocktail in hand and a drink in hand. So, uh, car bar. Um, the car bar the car bar is uh Cure, is in full actually. working order um so yeah just i mean really hyped about this weekend it's like only over for four days but we'll get uh, a double podcast. We'll get a, a <laughs> wedding. We'll get a, a Saints four games. big nights. A Saints game. There's yeah. some LSU Georgia in between. It'll yes. be just. It'll be jam packed. Right. I forgot be, about that. I part. mean, like everybody. Uh, 
coordinated in the south of the USA to get everything in one weekend. So yeah. it's, what, uh, yeah. what we're not going to get is a lot of sleep. I have a, I have, uh, a, I have a strong sensation that sleep uh, is going to be at a, a distinct minimum. I have because, another, because I've I, met you before. I've got another 15-hour flight back so I can sleep then. So I, exactly. That's probably what it is. You sleep when you fly, yeah, not you when you when die. Fly. When you fly. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Jeff, dude, uh-huh. how was your trip in Amsterdam? Y'all had fun, right? Yeah. I mean, how could you... What's not to love? What's not to like? You know, it was an excellent uh, sojourn and uh, with good friends. And taking in the city, I wish I could have taken in more, you know, but uh, we were only there for a few days. But, uh, you know, I think um, Amsterdam's a lovely city. I think that we have lovely friends there. I am glad that I also got to go to Paris. Yes. For the first time. And uh, that's about it. I'm sorry that I'm not being more uh, no, it was descriptive. Good, it was know? a good time. You, you got nothing I'm not to apologize using, for. I'm not no, using no. my adjectives, you know, as much <laughs> as I need to. What I love is like Griper, uh, Cousin Andy went over there this summer as well, and Griper did as well on tour on work. And uh, we had a funny text exchange because I was in, in Europe also doing some work, and we were texting back and forth. And Anne-Marie and, and Amsterdam Philip, like, hiked to the show, like, uh-huh. where Griper was spinning music. Like, and this was not like, you know, walking from our place, Jeff, to Canseco's. Right. <laughs> this was like, what, 47 kilometers or something, AP? Like, yeah, well, the, the whole of it would be like 100 miles, and I did like about 70 in two and a half days. Okay. Walking. Just a fun idea, and like June, July, August is. I mean, walking in in Holland is really good. Yeah. So you just cool walk, climate. So you just walk. Griper's like, I've got a prep pass for you for the music festival. Kenny Wayne Shepherd's playing, and you're like, okay, I'll just walk over there. Yeah. Yeah. Just like it. Just like any American would do. You know, <laughs> <laughs> there's this concert 70 miles away. Um, I'll give you a free ticket if you walk there. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Wayne. Yeah. No. The, the, <laughs> I mean, we, I think New Orleans, compared to other American cities, has got a lot of walking, a lot of biking. Uh, so yeah. you guys are probably getting there, but I mean, like, it's—I mean, it's the transportation of the future, isn't it? Yes. Yes. It's funny that you say getting there because um, Amory's sitting here in the room and not on the mic, and uh, I know you guys are next door neighbors, and we should just get you on the mic and say hi, Amory. You don't want she's said mm. she said no. That's that, fine. That's um, a no. That's everyone, a hard no. That's uh, a hard no. And. Uh, at some point in the first, like, she came early for Thanksgiving, and she was like, hey, don't get ahead of yourself, New Orleans. Huh. Y'all are cool, but you're not fucking European, like, the way you think. You know, they were, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, she's just yeah, like, I was yeah. like, yeah, you know, it's a mix of, like, Europe and Caribbean and Native American or whatever. She was like, yeah, 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 I get it. It's cool. It's the reason we like it here. But, yeah, you're still a fucking American city, and we are. <laughs> and we are. I know. I think we should secede. Though. We should secede. Um, uh, uh, I, I have no... At this stage, I am so over this country that I would not mind for a minute if we divided it up into two countries. Why would it be... Uh, It'd be California and Orleans. There's we, no wrongdoing, you know, with us joining Canada, you know, or specifically <laughs> Quebec. <you know? laughs> um, so, anyway, look... I've had that stance for years. I know. Me too. <laughs> Well, look, we love you guys, and uh, so nice to, uh, to, to 
this connection we've talked about has been beautiful. And, and honestly, I mean, Jeff, I don't know what you think, but like, I think the best thing that's come out of this, this podcast endeavor that we've done. Yeah. Second to you and I getting closer is our groups, these groups getting closer. Well, you know, if at the Agile Jubilee show at the, at the Jazz Fest three years ago, picking up my gear as I'm wanting to do Egg Yolk Jubilee ladies and gentlemen we no, don't, no, we don't sta- have, no stage hands babe no no stage hands <laughs> that's how we rock it um, that that somebody would come walking up at the end of the show <laughs> from the Netherlands and say and say hello and be so familiar familiar with me and with you right and that's <laughs> the podcast reached out and uh, and here we are. Yeah, uh, it's it's it, it's it's amazing. But I, I, it never sorry. would have occurred to me, ever, that this little project would reach over across the ocean, so and and pull in yeah. some friendships. Jeff, were you were you like talking to a local audience in your mind, just a New Orleans no, audience? Or no, no, we? we weren't. And 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 obviously we know that. Uh, I mean, we are. In a yeah, but our first iteration. <laughs> sorry, but it's like our yeah. first. We did a 200 shows before this iteration, so we just announced at the top of the show. This is 175 part two. We had done like 200 shows that we knew no one was listening. Yeah, because we didn't even publish them. <laughs> well, we didn't know how. We just sure. like it was like great therapy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of. uh, yeah. It was. It still is. Yeah, and yeah. it is. But it now is. we have some listeners. Yeah, that's right. And then yeah. so when an Amsterdam Philip reaches out like that, I mean, it it was a very special... I'll, I'll never... Uh, I, as, to as, answer as, your question, I'm sorry. Is no, 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 no. I never thought that anybody from Europe would ever, you know, to click on us or be interested in our podcast. And I, I, I never envisioned that in my wildest imagination. You know, uh, that uh, that instrument. No, but like, but like people from New Orleans or from the South or uh, yes. transplants in other cities from New Orleans. Yes. What, what was your. Yes. Did yeah. you aim at anything or just. Yeah, I think we aimed at uh, friends, people in New Orleans. Um, and then, yeah, the more regional South people who are expats from New Orleans that are living in other places. The New Orleans diaspora is potent and powerful and yeah and that's one of the things that that i've learned from again as a listener just hearing you guys talk about the people who you've touched and and the well, places that you've reached and, and, and I, I, i'm not i'm not you know are you are you not sure about that well but i knew that none of our friends were listening but they are <laughs> and that's the, re- the reason we we the reason that we started this particular part of this episode is because AP and CA are two of the guys that we know who do listen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and most of our friends don't. Although, you know, sitting in here for the opening of the show, I, I, I heard the opening song and because I, I, listen, I listen at 1.25, so I heard the, the Egg Oak Jubilee song that opens the show and I was like, well, that sounds really slow. What's going on? <laughs> Wait, what happened? Uh. That because I set my podcast listener to listen oh. at 1.25 speed, yes. you know, uh, I, got, uh, yes. I only got so long on the commute home yes, to, yes, to listen yes. to stuff. I want to get through it all, and about an hour gets through, and that's really in 50 funny. minutes. Yeah. But yeah. the the opening song just sounded wrong. Like so, when you go to New, when you go to New Orleans, are you disappointed how slow they are? 
that back here. <laughs> uh, you know, I think in, in in New Orleans, you gotta you gotta live at the pace of New Orleans. Yeah. When you're in LA, <laughs> everything's got to be fast, 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 fast. Um, but but here, you know, you roll with it. Okay, so before we bring on our next guest, we're gonna do a uh, classic segment we call you. Okay. And Jeff was always like, Joel, you're stupid for doing this, and you're right, Jeff. <laughs> I'm going to call somebody, see if it works. Do you all like these segments? Yeah, as listeners, do you like that we call you? Uh, absolutely. I particularly yeah. I right. particularly love it when you get people who were sort of half asleep when you called them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I've been a we call you. I yeah, you, you yeah, certainly you have. have. We're, yeah. Call, we're calling somebody right now. Here we go. And then the thing is filling up the time while the phone is, like I've hit call. Uh-huh. How do you fill uh-huh. And you're waiting for like, well, while that's ringing, Pelican sadly went lost. down. Is it on speaker? And uh, and sorry, Spencer, the Cowboys don't look like they're going to win either. They're down about seventeen with thirteen twenty-two to go. Yeah, they could post a comeback still. Yeah, they could. <laughs> mm. Are you just putting it next to the mic? Uh huh. Right. I know that's not great protocol, bro. Right. That's how you. Randy Perez, everybody. Look, dude. Ran in. You are. Uh, Top five podcast guests for it's a good life. Band. I don't want to rate. Our, our I do. Band. I like to rank. It's very unfair. I like to rank. So I'm, I'm trying. To be I'm not going to rank. I'm going to rank all day long, backwards and forwards. Uh, oh, here we go. We might close this door if you don't mind, Emery. Just to since we're thank you. Oh, oh man, that's a dramatic. Piece. Sure is. What is going on You'll over be able there? to hear my siblings. <laughs> yeah. You guys keep the thing rolling, but... Be singer. Okay. Hey, is that as loud as it gets, buddy? You gotta roll it no, it's this side. No. It, that is not coming through the microphone at all. It's the mic. Be singer. Yes, yes. Hello. Hello. Yeah, put it... Yeah. Rolling it around to here. Like this. It needs to be in the like, mic. Like, yeah. Here. Yeah. Big. Talk louder, buddy. You talking to me? Yeah, yeah magic. Oh, hey. So hey. You, you need to talk lower because <laughs> no, you're, you're sharing a microphone, so you can't yell. While no, I think that was right. good. No, no, it's, it's very loud. Okay. B Singer. Uh, What's going on, everybody? Hey, B. It's Jeff. What's going on, What's going on hey, We got uh, Jeff DeVille here. Beautiful. We got uh, Randy Perez here. On the mixer, <laughs> we got Amsterdam Philip here. We got cousin, awesome. Na- we got us, uh, cousin Andrew here on the on the mic. Beautiful. Anne Marie in the background. What's going on, man? How are you, dude? I gotta say something it's a good to life, you. Good life, babe. <laughs> <laughs> good life. I called, d- dudes. I called, oh my god, he just called out the name of the podcast. I called. He sure <laughs> did. I just called uh, B today, and it's like, what? What's up? And he's like, I'm at the library. And like that just brightened my day. I was kind of having a shitty day. And B's like, I'm at the library. Hey, B, you tell the story. But it brightened my day. Well, yeah, I was, uh, I was at the library hanging with the puzzle ladies. The what ladies? The puzzle ladies. At, the puzzle. Ladies the puzzle. Uh-huh. The You're living up in Maine? These old gals that like to do puzzles. <laughs> so I go swing by the library of this little town I live in up in Maine that's 
very much like Murder, She Wrote, and I kind of catch up on all the gossip and uh, do a little puzzle, little puzzle time with Jeannie and Sue and Jimmy the Bag Lady. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, it's good. <laughs> Jeannie the Bag Lady. Because, you know, yeah. uh, B... Hi, singer. That was Jenna Dell. Hey, hey. Uh, B, you and I, uh, you know, it's really funny. A lot of people moved to New Orleans that from Flagstaff that didn't know each other in Flagstaff. And you yeah. and I, you and I were in that subset, which is really fucking yeah. strange. And I met you at Snakes like totally. early and often in my very like nascent fucking New Orleans existence. And yeah. I, I would go to the I would go to the Flagstaff library every fucking morning and read the paper. You know, and just hang out. So tell me more. Come on, man. You were saying, no, yeah, you're getting the learning from the books, but you're getting the learning from the community, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it's good fun. It's good fun up there, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you about it, but we sit around and gossip about what's going around in town. Everyone stops through and tells you, tells you everything. Today they were talking about. What's some good gossip? Give me, give me some examples. Example of good gospel. Uh, route one, yeah. and they were trying to figure out how much they got for it. That was the big discussion today. <laughs> so it's pretty important stuff. Sorry, dude, I stepped on you right there. Tell us again. What, what was that? <laughs> the big thing from today. Uh oh. B, you still there? Doesn't sound like it. Hey, B, you still there? Cool. We're still there. Yeah. Repeat that story about what happened today with the puzzle ladies. Oh, nothing much. Just we were talking about who bought the, the old lobster pound out on Route 1. Uh -huh. And the big discussion was how much they got for it. So very important, major, major topics. Uh -huh. What you got? What was the conclusion? I, have no, I don't know. It, it wasn't in the newspaper article. <laughs> Which makes us all very suspicious. So the library is a really low stakes place to hang out in. You're like, you're, really you're like, did the leaves get blown from the lakeside of the freaking um, <laughs> neutral ground it. to the riverside of the neutral ground, or do they get blown yeah, back? Is it, kind of, it. is it kind of like that? The other big topic was: Do turkeys eat acorns? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The, the and, debate uh, rages. I don't know. Anyone want to guess? Do turkeys eat, eat acorns? No. Anybody? No. Anybody? No. 100% they do. <laughs> they love them. Yeah. <laughs> they love them. So there was, a, there was like 12 okay, turkeys, turkeys basically like cruising around, like circling my vehicle when I left. Who who figured this out? Is, is, that, a, is yeah. that a fact? Uh, <laughs> I mean, did you... How, I don't understand how this got resolved. So maybe you can explain that. Well, he does hang out in the library, so we might have research. No, 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 no. I mean, like, yeah, well, you I would have to provide window, an eyewitness. And they were all underneath this big um, oak tree. Uh huh. a bunch of acorns. So I, I also looked it up, but I had some, I had some uh, visual evidence <laughs> oh, right good. in front of me. That's good. I, I did not kill a turkey and look in its insides, nor did I um, search the scat. Um, right, right. But if that's something you're, that's something you guys are interested in, I could do a little further digging and get back to you on that. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> yes. 
Please. There's, I have no problem with that. Good. Hey, in the meantime, I know that hopefully might, that doesn't can. Hopefully that doesn't make you cancel your next few music shows. I hope it does because I, I want I want an answer. But do you want to tell people yeah. about what you're doing with your music and like riding around up there and breweries and yeah, all that shit? Um, I decided to book myself on a um, couple months of uh, Maine microbreweries and other little places. So I've been driving around the state of Maine uh, playing music at uh, tons of little breweries. Tonight I played at one of my favorite places in Birch Harbor, Maine, called the Pickled Wrinkle. <laughs> that sounds that sounds like Griper's penis at Jesse Show's wedding. Sorry, sorry, B. That's a that that's a callback. That cheese. Uh, tell tell us that name one more time at the bar. Yeah, it's called the Pickled Wrinkle, and and I gotta tell you, it what a, what it is. Griper's Griper's penis at Jesse's wedding. Any idea what a what a pickled wrinkle what a pickled wrinkle is? Griper's penis at Jesse and Melissa's wedding. <laughs> Callback. There are uh, they are they are meat eating snails ah. that ride on the uh-huh. lobster traps uh-huh. up here, and so when the guys haul in the lobster trap, there are these snails that are called wrinkles that are actually beautiful like leopard prints when you break the shells open and they um they brine them and basically pickle them and this place the pickled wrinkle serves them in drinks or you can get an order of three pickled wrinkles what kind of drinks Uh, go with that chip what's that what kind of drinks require a pickled wrinkle on the side a a bloody mary with a couple pickled wrinkles are amazing with bacon too or just plain just straight pickled wrinkle just straight pickled wrinkle is that the question or bacon too would a bacon like sort of be like a foil oh yeah please bacon with everything (laughs) yeah that would make it better no problem no problem so they're they're pretty chewy. They're not that good. <laughs> <laughs> good punchline. Dude. I was waiting for that. <laughs> Me too, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not that good. Well, you got it. <laughs> it's like such a good narrative, but like, eh, not great. <laughs> yeah, I, I've. But it, it is. It's a fantastic place, and they, um, they take good care of the musicians. And um, I was actually their first person ever played music there like five years ago so every time i go in there i get a i get a really good uh really good welcome and it's it's fun like you know all of us down there um we've all gotten to see our friends um much like your podcast we get to see it start out and then grow in grow into stuff and we get to be a little part of it so that always makes it extra special for me to to go play a gig there so yeah, it's been a real blast. Real blast so coming around Maine. All right, buddy. Um, we're gonna. Uh, I, for one, I'm looking forward to your tour of England when you can play the Spotted Dick. That's all. <laughs> Dude, I cannot wait to go over to Europe and, and do some gigs. I'm sure it'll happen. And actually, I should take this quick moment to mention. You know, I doubt he'll remember, but I remember after my first couple of gigs around New Orleans, talking to Jeff Deville there about. Just sort of like, uh, 
you know, how do you how do you do it? Or, you know, um, what's it like to be a guitarist in New Orleans? Because it's horn-based. That was that's something uh, certainly always I, I definitely admire about Jeff is his ability to play a stringed instrument in this city that's <laughs> that's full of uh, full of horns. I don't know how you do it, man. Is there is that a secret about that? What you're thinking about when you're doing that? I play in a band that also has horns. <laughs> That's about as direct as I can get. Is that the advice you give him then? To recall, yeah. No, no. I, uh, I hear. Yeah, if you want to make it as a guitarist in New Orleans, here's a hint: find some horns. <laughs> uh, I know, I know what you're talking about, and I, and I think. Uh, all seriousness aside, that uh, New Orleans has a handful of terrific guitarists. John Fall. Yeah, and uh, one one of whom we've had on the show, and uh, no two. Well, B Singer and John Fall. We had Cranston Clements and Cranston Clements. Yeah, yeah. and B Singer. Oh, so that's three. three. Trifecta. Yeah, well, yeah. Walter has been on the show. Who's that? Walter has been on the show. Walter has been on the show. Call back to the wedding. Walter playing Jeff's yeah. reception this That's weekend. Right. That's right. Incredible! Yeah, congratulations, buddy, on that. That's amazing. Um, Thank you. That's so cool. <laughs> so cool. Love you, bro. So great. B singer man, we love you, dude. And uh, thanks for taking the time. And I appreciate you spreading all this shit. This weird spirit. It's not even New Orleans. It's just like weird shit that we've in the last 30 years you know or whatever all of us down here and just spreading it around you know what I mean it's just a weird yeah. new, it's Oak Street what you're spreading is Oak Street kind of you know and uh, I know and Jen O'Dell's oh, laughing man. right now I know but uh, but all, but uh, <laughs> I knew that's what she was thinking <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was so obvious oh boy all right, my man. Take care right, up there. Guys, love you all. Love you too, <laughs> B. Me on. I really appreciate it. We'll see. Honest. We'll see you soon, bro. All right, B. Love, love you, man. See you soon. Okay. Love you, bro. Bye, guys. Bye. So, uh, I've never been to Maine ever yes. in my life, and I would that description of that drink is <laughs> kind of sums it up. I think, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Stay away. Right? You know, we we have a pickled okra or a pickled bean. And they have a pickled snail. You know, <laughs> it it only makes sense. It only makes sense. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. Who I've I've never been. Randy, you've been to uh, Maine, right? I've, I've been yeah, to Maine. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time uh, in Maine, like yeah. months. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, it's great. It's beautiful out there. What was your favorite? Uh, culinary item lobster roll lobster roll was good the, yeah. the chowder is good the shrimp suck yeah like they're like oh fried shrimp but it's like fried sh- it's you wonder where the shrimp come from and shrimp fried rice you're like where did these little pink shitty shrimp come from <laughs> they come from maine yeah. that's where they come oh from. Really? Yeah. the little fried yeah. bay scallops the that they have ones. up there in new england the little base ga- you know like the uh-huh. ones are like the size of a thumbnail yeah yeah uh they fry them up in in cape cod and in maine and those things are really good those are good yeah, and okay. they're still plentiful, yeah. unlike most seafood today. Right, and the clams are great. <laughs> clams are great. All right, we got to move on. I would right? love to do a whole another show about Toronto food since uh, 
I know, dude. We just don't have. I love Toronto. Look, Toronto man. food. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, our boy, uh, yeah, Perez is sitting here. He's been living Wyoming, in Toronto. Not, not that great. In Wyoming, not. The food's That's not the that next great. show you beautiful, went to. Beautiful, beautiful. So Perez, who's doing us a special. Let me shout out. to Are you workshopping a spinoff? I'm really going to. Randy Perez's Tales of Toronto. I'm really wherever he goes. I'm really shouting out Randy Perez for being our most consistent guest through the entirety of the show coming here today on this special occasion and mixing the sound for us and i would love to talk to you about toronto food but we have gastrol and Embra. bring them in yeah. so um Amsterdam and philip cousin andrew love your support of the podcast thanks and uh jeff you got you know you got a there'll be at your wedding we'll be seeing them this weekend yeah yeah thanks guys for i mean yeah, no, no, that's true. That is, that, is, that is our touring calendar for the weekend. On Friday night, Phil and I will be at the friends and family dinner. Yeah. And then on Saturday, we will be at the wedding. And I'm very happy to celebrate. And then on Sunday, mm-hmm. who that? Yeah. Yes. A little bit of Saints time on yeah. Sunday. Big game. we got to take out those 49ers. As a Giants fan, I am 100% behind the Saints right now. And as everyone knows, uh, Cousin Giant? Andy is maybe the, not even arguably, the biggest supporter of the show. You know, I think I think I'm just going to say that he's a big biggest supporter of the show. He's one of the top supporters. So, well, you know, Mount, as, Mount as, Rushmore, as jo- they Joel. famously they they famously Guess say, supporter. if you can't if you can't Two be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. Right. That's, that's <laughs> with, with all these people showing up. Joel decides that he wants to pick favorites. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. yeah, yeah. I have spreadsheets for like I, my whole life for everyone I've ever known. It's really scary. You should never look at it. It's a little. Oh, no rankings. Just you know. Anyway, we'll we'll Google spreadsheets, everybody. Hey, everybody, fake at Randy with the wait. What you need? Echo. Oh, go ahead. Fake of the week. Hey, everybody, here at a good light, babe. <laughs> Jeff and Jules, tales from New Orleans. We're sponsored by Google Spreadsheets, where you can organize your life with narrative shit, not even data points. Just narrative shit. And they're like, Google's like, they don't care that you're not putting in data points and there's not an equation. They just want you to use their rows and their columns and their cells. And you can make their rows and columns and cells bigger and longer. Uh And sometimes I write a thousand words in one cell, you know, because that's Google fucking sheets, everybody. They changed the name to Google fucking sheets. Google fucking sheets is... Fake sponsor of the week. Amazon motherfucking.com. Chris, Chris Lane. Chris Lane. Guys, I gotta say, this is Chris the Lane's. shittiest bachelor party I've ever been to. Uh, <laughs> straight up. Just oh. boring, just dudes oh. talking. Dudes t- oh. no, it's no, no, it's a great, no. it's a great I, lo- party. I like your truthfulness. Uh the bachelor party consisted of coming over here and watching the Irishman. <laughs> Oh my god, no, <laughs> that's what we Oh my god. Did you guys really do that? Wheeler fell asleep. <laughs> Wheeler, yeah, Wheeler has yeah. never slept so good. Yeah, he had like the uh, uh, the Shea Lounge with the ottoman, and just like slept for three and a half That's, hours. I'm a, I'm gonna do a post bachelor party next week then because I'm watching the Irishman. I'm set. I, I set aside. <laughs> I'm not lying. I did. I got. I'm. I got my baby. My baby's two years old, almost two years old, and I got. Uh, I got her for the week. My lady's going out of town, so that's what I'm doing. So I'm gonna set it up. I have an. I have an interesting thing about Martin Scorsese because. Um, Usually we talk about all types of nonsense in here, but I was like prepping for the show, and I was like, I've been watching way too many movies, and Jeff and I have worked on films, not to, 
I don't think we've worked on movies together, have we? I think we? we worked on one or two commercials together. Yeah. For sure. Some, what's that? What's up, Brandon? Y'all, y'all acted in a movie together. That's right. And by the way, this is Chris Lane. We had a fight. To be clear. Chris oh, Lane. shit. Oh, shit. We did. That was Aaron's. Yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that one. That's right. That was a good one. Yeah. Oh, it was good and bad. It was a good script. It was a great script. It was a great script. It was, uh, we, you were great, Jeff. I don't know how. <laughs> you were great. I was really I shitty. got a lot of compliments after you did, that. Yeah. I, went to a, I went, actually went to a party for... Kville after that I went to a party with Kville and I had like in the in the movie I'd had like a busted nose and I had fake makeup all over my eyes uh, and my nose and I forgot to wash it off and there was a woman that was in charge of the EPK for Kville and I was chatting her up with like this fake busted nose like I because I totally forgot so I was just like hey what's, what's going on how's it hanging it's like when you go to a job interview on Ash Wednesday oh just like just all just grimed up I did my own makeup on it yeah I forgot about that what was that one called that was when the Aaron, the Aaron one. Aaron I, can't, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, I would like to find this movie and, and watch it. Um, it's online. That was the after party for The Bachelor Party. We watched that. They watched that after The Irishman. Oh, it's the after after? <laughs> the after after party. Oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm say that that's this, what I like. this is the second, oddly, the second Cavill reference I've had in two days uh, off of, what's it, nine years of never hearing about it somehow? Yes. This week it's been a resurgence, so thank you, Chris, for you're welcome. I watched one. I watched one episode <laughs> on Hulu one time. Horrible. I believe Anthony Anderson was was in it. Anthony Anderson was yeah he was. He didn't like yeah fuck it he didn't like me but it was all right. I was, <laughs> I, was uh, <laughs> I, I don't give a shit. I was the on set prop guy. I was the I was the interim oh. assistant prop master on that movie. Undone. On TV show. <laughs> Undone. That was it. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He didn't like me. I had this thing where I had to serve grits with Tabasco sauce in it, and the whole line was his his coworker at the police force was like, "You put Tabasco in your grit and your grits." And he goes, "I'm a black man. I put Tabasco in everything," and he hated uh-huh, that yeah. line. And so I had to like bring over a fresh thing of grits with hot sauce in it, uh-huh. and and he just sublimated his rage for the script writer and uh-huh. the director for uh-huh. having to say that line. He sublimated it onto me. So he, just, <laughs> he wow. hated my ass because I just like put down grits. And then, you know what it was? They weren't even fresh grits. I had like a whole pot and then like it, we were just doing so many takes. I just like, I would spoon over fresh grits on top. And uh-huh. then, then uh-huh. he hit the wall after like the eighth take. He's like, you can just bring me fresh grits. And I was like, all right. And then, yeah, he did this weird... <laughs> Who gives a shit? We're calling people. <laughs> Who gives a shit? He did this thing where he like would like he thought I was gay, and so he would, like sort of like say all this like homophobic stuff to uh, me, like whenever I work like, with him. In a passive aggressive way, like he thought you were gay, and he's homophobic, and so he was like, That's what, to yeah, fuck with he, you? yeah, yeah, he's trying to mess with me. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, it was nasty. He was kind of a jerk. Anyways, Blackish on ABC. Go check it out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we also brought to you by Google motherfucking com. Blackish. Um, and that is the sponsor for our next guest, uh, Ethan Ellis, dad from Magno. Well, well, uh, this is an interesting segue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> awkward. Thank you, John. Yeah, yeah. Super awkward. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you set it up. I didn't take it down. Um, Ethan, what's up, man? Thank you for coming. Hey, man, thank you. This is my sixth or seventh appearance. So more than that, I think, dude. Yeah, that's right. I think way, (laughs) I think way more than that. Look, everyone knows that like this episode's about like having our like our greatest hits, and you're Mm -hmm. one of our greatest hits, man. I appreciate it. You do all the hard work, and then we get to have you on, and like pretend like we're doing the work, but you're actually doing the work. 
I'm speaking for myself there, Jeff, clearly. Well, but like, that's such a compliment. How could I dog it out <laughs> in any way? I mean, that was a weird compliment. You're saying like, no, Jeff, like you're saying that you're taking, wait, that's a weird comment because you're saying like, I'm taking credit from Ethan. But, I'm but, but Jeff's right. not taking the credit. So Jeff's right. doing even, even better than me. Jeff's doing even less even, work than you. But like even, you're doing the effort of you're doing the work of taking credit for Ethan's work, and Jeff's not even. Well, taking to be fair, credit. like Jeff actually made us a video. Jeff actually did work oh, yeah. with yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff has actually participated right. beyond Jeff, taking the credit. I want to clarify that I was shitting on Joel. I just want to clarify I was shitting on Joel. I think everyone gets not, that. I'm shat on. I have the shat on me. Okay. I'm no. not shitting on Jeff. No, it's been, so, it's been. I was just on with with uh, with Derek, right? Like yeah. maybe two months ago, right? Something like that. Yeah, one of our last most recent shows. Yeah, you and Derek Freeman came on, and uh, dude, you guys are doing like you're getting down to the city council. I mean, you tell the audience. I don't want to speak for you. I mean, I, I, you know, uh, same old thing. Cultural advocacy. I wish I could say that like we fixed it. We we haven't fixed it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny we're done we're good we got yeah. it all we got it all clarified uh, uh, retiring but but no man um same old stuff really man uh the noise ordinance is coming back they're arresting street performers uh we've had three street performers arrested in five months four months um uh, you know uh they've they've been limiting outdoor music it's like the same old fights are, are are back around man uh i guess the good thing is people are familiar with it and uh should be should be ready but you know, it's the cycle of New Orleans, right? Every, you know, every five years, every decade, every two decades, things cycle back through, man. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so, so we're back in that cycle. And this being a greatest hit show, I just want to like implore anyone listening to go back and listen to all the Macno stuff because, you know, there's some podcasts out in the world that are like, you know, timely. Got to listen this week because it's about like the Mavs versus the Lakers last night. And there's some podcasts that are about like, you know, larger, like evergreen podcast. And whenever you come on, I feel like we're putting something down that if the aliens or cockroaches take over, and I, I do assume one of the two will, if they listen to you, the podcast that you're on, it'll be relevant whenever that time I comes. I mean, unfortunately with New Orleans, like they will be relevant because the same things will still be, still be happening, right? When the cockroaches take over, they'll still be trying to ban live music. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'd like to meet that, that like what uh-huh. that cockroaches campaign slogan is. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Ethan. Uh, yeah. You said they're arresting um, street musicians in New yeah. Orleans. And do you ever, as a cultural advocate, ever feel like really super, super conflicted when you hear about a street musician being arrested, but it happens to be one of those jerk-offs playing a violin with a loop pedal. Do you like, oh, well, I can, yeah, that guy should go to jail. Do you ever like, uh, what do you like? So, I mean, <laughs> good, the, good question. The short answer <laughs> is no. Sorry. Really good question. Uh, and let me tell you why. Because, <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Uh, because, because we have to look at it like the ACLU, right? It's like, mm. I can't, we can't judge for content. We can judge of what you're doing is legally allowed to do or not. Right. So yeah. if we start judging for content, like that's how we get to, uh, Just we should answer, only answer th- the question. Three, three pieces, <laughs> three, three piece jazz. Can't trio. we do a 90, 10, <laughs> that's, that's, a zero, hundred though? Can't we just, that's how you can get we to judge the, a little wait, 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 was it Can't we judge a little That's how you get to the record industry. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but I will say, Chris was the uh, MC of our fifth anniversary party. Yeah. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, we judged the dance off of 
of Dancing Man 504 and Dancing North Vader. Yeah. One of one of the pinnacles of, it was, of live entertainment. Can I talk yeah. trash? Can I, can I just because I yeah, missed yeah. the bad, the Irishman bachelor? Party. This is this is the one. Chris Lane. I mean, come on, we talked. Well, this, this is a podcast where you can talk a little trash. Yeah. yeah. So it was at Ace Hotel, right? So it was uh-huh. at Ace Hotel. It was it was was that three years ago? Yeah, some of that. Well, you know, you know, at first, oh shit, no, Jeff, you're in on, you know, that this one, the very, very first time I met Ethan was when you were doing the noise ordinance at City Hall. Oh, right, 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 right. At City Hall, and this is the funny thing, they had set up the cameras so it was facing City Hall, and the the podium was the back of the podium was uh, City Hall was in the background. The podium was set up so they could frame the the newscasters could frame their uh, their shot, so mm-hmm. you'd see City Hall behind them, right, emblazoned. So it's all like lined up. There's a V formation with the crowd, and remember that that jerk off dude that has the 911 was a uh, inside job uh, bike. He like he set up down the Frenchman. Oh yeah, the Infowars guy. Infowars guys. Mm-hmm. He has a bike with like this little. Yeah. Um, it's like a trailer attached to his bike, and like as they're about to start rolling on the press conference, that guy just like bikes up <laughs> right behind the podium and just like plants his bike right. Behind, like Ethan, the rest of them, where it says like nine one one was an inside job. <laughs> also, don't arrest violinists with loop pedals. So, like, I go over, I go over. I'm like, hey man, um, can you just move your bike just uh, twenty feet down? You know, because we have this setup. He goes, it's not my fucking fault if people can't hold two ideas in their heads at the same time. <laughs> and I said, just fuck off. And like, I'm, just, like, I'm gonna move. But uh, who's that dude? Who is that dude? Jeff, you know this guy. He was in charge of like. Culture and music. He was a Mac guy, dude. No, he wasn't a Mac new dude. He was like, he was a, he was on like the governor's board uh, for music and culture. He was. Uh, Are you talking who, about like Scott Scott Hutchison? No, who? he's the guy that tried to muscle in on Suzanne Mobley. What what era are we talking in the about? Nine eighties and nineties. That dude. Oh, uh, uh, Bernie. You talking mm. about Bernie Cyrus? Yeah, Bernie Cyrus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Bernie Cyrus. Like Suzanne Mobley was trying. He, he's Q&A. still alive, Cyrus. Yeah, yeah. He he thinks I'm a, a stooge of George Soros. He's told me that. Jesus. He showed up at that. So the nine one one was an inside job. <laughs> no, guy. got to him. No, maybe at the no. He woke him up, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so Bernie Cyrus is trying to muscle in and on Suzanne at the end of the press conference, mm-hmm. and I realized I had met this dude years before. And he was talking nonsense. So I, I get in between him and Sue Mobley. And that's how Sue and I actually became oh, really? buds. Yeah, that's how yeah. Sounds how Sue. And then I think I met you there. That sounds that right. A, yeah, that, was that sounds it. right. Yeah, but I did the fifth. I did their fifth annual uh, fundraiser yeah. at Ace. And at the end, it was, it was a fun party and stuff like that. But for some reason, uh, Darth Vader was there speaking about like not judging content. Um, <laughs> Dancing Vader was there. Uh-huh. And then, like, somebody's like, hey, we're going to have a dance contest between Dancing Man 504 and Darth Vader, who only has two moves. So uh, they start dancing. He's doing his two Darth Vader moves. And that dude, like, does not wash his Darth Vader costume enough. And he's out there uh-huh. in the sun. Wafting. It's wa- <laughs> dude, I just I did one of these. I grazed him, Jeff. I just grazed him. I was like, oh, damn. And I just, like, <laughs> and I, but I was doing color commentary. So I was like, oh, that was funky. That's all I could say. I don't lie. And then, of course, 504, man, is just, just, just creaming them. Right. I mean, to be fair, like, Vader's truly got, like, the point, the point, the point up and the cape toss, right? Like, those are the moves. Whereas Dancing Man's got, like, a jump, a spin move, an arrow shoot, like, mm-hmm. all these very energetic yeah. sort of moves. There's, there's definitely, like, a limited number of them, but 
Jesus, man. Come on. As long as we're judging, we got to judge. We have to judge and make lists. Ethan's being the good We have to judge and make lists. It was a fun party. I go with Dancing Man number one. It was Dancing Man. Dancing Man clearly won that, right? Yeah, I'm just I mean, he wins all that shit. He stuck, but Darth Vader did stick with it. And I, I do respect that. But that's okay. That's okay. That's one contest. But in the cultural thing, and Macno is right. more than just one event. It's a mm-hmm. dancing mm-hmm. man. You will find on rooftops. I mean, I don't know. It's so funny that like we get these police escorts and stuff for right. the second lines, and everything's super highly regulated. And yet, like dancing man's like jumping over buildings and shit. You know and what people I mean? are walking. Yeah. There's no regulation yeah. at all for like the safety uh-huh. measures of which I I find. Um, Appealing. No, I like that. I like the anarchic. I like the anarchic elements of like second lines. And right, stuff like right. That. Like, um, there's some crazy shit that I've seen that I'm just like, oh, I don't think there should be a cop. I just leave. I'm just like, oh, that's, this is getting bad. Time to go. <laughs> yeah. But I think the thing with second lines, it really is about like reclaiming public space, and like, it's so apparent when you see like people like jumping up, you know, on whatever like electricity boxes, but then also like up on like taking over like on roofs and like all these other buildings and jumping and like that's what it's really all about right it's like no man this is our city and we're taking it for now and you can't yes there's literally nothing you can do about it because yes. there are thousands yeah. of yeah. us right here and we're gonna and do it and even though yeah. we have the yeah. like the police escort on the one side of broad on the other side of broad there's so many so many of us walking with horses right with bikes and etc we kind of shut that down too yep exactly like even it, though there's just nothing we don't do. have because we're here to do our cultural thing. That's right. It's a social aid and pleasure club. It's mostly aid throughout the year, and it's pleasure on Sundays. That's right. You know? Were you about to, you about to say something, Jeff? Well, I was just going to say that I, I, I love the ones that go past Broad. Yeah. Not only because of the proximity to it, but because Broad is probably... Well, I don't want to speak out of turn. Uh. It's one of the busiest streets that... Uh, that a second line clogs yeah. up. Oh, it is. And I love how they clog it up. Right. Oh, dude. I love how people can, are in cars and they're just... Right. Goddamn. It's that... Yeah, and what Saint, is it? St. Charles is my other favorite one. When like they can, people can take over St. Charles and the streetcar has to stop and everybody's wondering what's happening. And it's like, right, no, we, we got it for now. Like, there's nothing you yeah, can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to walk down St. Charles with a beer in the middle of the streetcar tracks and nobody totally. can do anything about it. Right, right, right. I've been on both sides of it, though. And this is usually not during a second line. Sometimes during a second. Usually the second line I can roll. But during Mardi Gras, there's sometimes when I was like, like five-year-old me would like cry that almost 50-year-old Chris got angry at a parade. I'm just like, there's been times during Mardi Gras, I'm just like, a mother, mother, who the fuck is this i'm just like i'm trying to get just trying to get like three blocks to my house but no jeff what you're saying it's funny because like on orleans saint bernard there's that weird triangle when where broad goes down uh-huh. and it's, it's yeah, a yeah. broader it's a it's a wider type oh, of yeah. span triangle but it's amazing that you because you can see because over on like the gentilly saint bernard broad nexus you're getting folks coming in and out of like the East Gentilly out to Metairie and stuff like that, and uh-huh. like you can really just uh-huh. just snarl yeah, it up. Yeah. Though it is kind of totally. amazing to watch how just like all kind of clogs. I agree. That's my that's my finest yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Those Sundays where it's right in that nexus. I've got this idea for a second line, and I've broached it to a couple of people. And and Jeff Deville, you would fucking dig this idea. Okay, it's called the Baker Street Steppers. Oh wow, damn, Randy, the Baker oh. Street Steppers, and this is what we do. It's just, it's like two brass bands, but they only play that horn riff 
from Jerry Rafferty's Baker Street uh, on saxophone. That's the whole, they only play that one, that one leg. Go down to Baker Street. We don't even get to the verse. We just do the, we just do that, that build. I got that one, and I, I love saying this while I'm drinking whiskey. I got this other one called the Bill W. 12 Steppers. And what it is, it's a sober second line, and we just and, and everyone's masked because it's anonymous, and we just stop at coffee shops and smoke. That's what <laughs> we do. <laughs> and play chess. <laughs> <laughs> and then we like every step, every we stop at twelve places, and they get every one. We we talk about that one particular step. Uh, <laughs> I'm powerless to dance. Nice. And then yeah. Was <laughs> uh, Marla coming in? Yes. Oh, who's swapping? Is anyone swapping out? Marl's going to come in and take my mic. Mm. You got to lean in here. Hey, baby. <laughs> you got to stay in there. This is Marla. Marla, uh, your daughter is uh, the flower girl, girl, along with Griper, for the wedding. Wait, Griper's the flower girl? Yeah, Griper's, Griper's the flower girl. Griper's the flower girl. <laughs> that was mine. <laughs> anyway. well, I mean, because it's up. perfect, right? Oh, so, my God. Griper's the flower girl, but uh, Deli... You, no, Were you, you there? Oh, Griper shit. asked, will you be my co-flower girl? I did she not. gave him the total fucking side eye. It was <laughs> like, bitch, you're six four and you're a man? Why are you the flower girl? She didn't say it, but she was sort of thinking mm. like, ah. You saw her face. Yeah. yeah. But she said yes, so she That's will good. be a flower girl. Yeah, so we had two flower girls, all right. And you know the... Come on, y'all talk. So Marla was actually my professor in graduate school. So and, and and I can say I helped bring you here by getting you a scholarship. That's also I'm so true. So happy to bring Ethan here. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so yeah, I never did think I would be sitting here on a podcast with my old professor <laughs> <laughs> and the guy wait, who did. Wait, wait, time out with my professor from a long time ago. I'm not correct. That correct. I, correct. I'm not that old, baby. Right. Right. Correct. In in that rearrange the wording of that. Old my to professor. You. Right. My professor from the olden days. <laughs> um, I, I was young then. Yeah, I mean, so was I. So, <laughs> it's, uh, but anyway, but I think, um, you know, what I realized over time, too, was like I did the work and I was actually my graduate thesis was about um, like preserving culture in New Orleans through an economic and urban planning lens. And so it is like I actually got to do the work, which is. I feel like not that common and also. So thank you for giving me that opportunity. I appreciate it. But I remember the time during like you being in school, you're like, why do I have to take these classes? And the Correct. classes that you didn't want to take were the ones that have like helped you most, like zoning Correct. law. Correct. I never I never thought I should take zoning law. I thought it was ridiculous. I would never need it. it turns you seriously out, thought it was, ah! it thought it was it ridiculous? Turns out, it turns out I use it every day. That was so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah. So, I mean, so that that's that's true. Um, also, would say... <laughs> So one thing I haven't actually talked to you about is after I graduated, I decided that I would read every every book from grad school I never read. So one month ago, I finished, nine years later, I finished my last book from grad school. I've now read every and, book. And yeah. Yeah. It was like, yeah, read, that's thank, good, you, that's thank you. It was, I believe, readings in planning theory. Oh, I, I assigned that to you, baby. <laughs> thank you. It was tough to get through. I, I finished it on a plane. Class. Well, well, you know, I have like two or three Books that'll help you that I'll totally assign. I just finished this last month. It took me student? nine years. Can you give me a couple months before I start something new? It took me nine years to get here. 
Uh, do you guys have any books? Like, I, I never went to graduate school. Do you guys have any books that you've never finished? Like that, I, I have books from grad, but from undergrad that I didn't. Do you have any? Yeah, yeah. Which of, one? Of course, I don't even know. I always read. I the got last page first. Oh, is that so? You feel like you know what you're talking about in class? No. It's not so much, I'm not gonna get I'm tracked down by my teachers. Yeah. But there was this whole. I took a, a Joseph Conrad class. And I, I didn't read like the last three books, and one of them was Under uh-huh. Western Eyes. And to this day, I don't know what that book's about. I know it's set in Poland. That's about it. Read it. I'm gonna read it. Is it good? Yeah. All right, good. Is that a separate podcast that we're gonna hold off until well, after the wedding, or separate. okay, good. Hold on. The Conrad Podcast with <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Chris, the last thing I would, I would know. It's gonna be the Conrad <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> to very different than the previous. The Croncast. The thing I was gonna notice is a. Uh, so you were you were a big advocate for short term like short term rental reform, uh, right? Yeah. And was, your picture was the oh yeah. You were the face of short term rental reform. I was the face of short term rental. Here's the thing that I was. Well, I was you you and Brianna Decker. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't don't try to like crowd no, into Brianna. No, that's face. a no. I'm not. That I'm saying that's the problem. <laughs> Brianna did the heavy lifting. I was the pretty face because I just happened to have her nice. Brianna is pretty cute. She's very cute and she's very smart, but I mean. They, they caught the light, which is very hard to do in, in city council chambers. They caught the light on me, and I had a, a stop STR, uh, STRs, like NSTRs in New Orleans, and I had uh, my hat at a rakish angle, and it lit up my green, my pretty, no, fuck off. I lit up, some, I had really pretty green eyes, and I, had, and I was slightly drunk. Because I would like, this is what you can do at city council. You can bring coffee cups in there with, you can, it doesn't have to be coffee. It doesn't, no, I just, I was seriously, this one time I was like, uh, fuck, I'm going to be here for four hours. And I filled it halfway with whiskey and I just went into the city council chamber. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, this is bullshit. And then some photographer from TP nabs me. Boom, star is born. And every time there was a short-term rental story, there was my pretty face. That's absolutely true. Every time there was a thing, it was you on every story. It was every story for like three months. There was a picture of me going. <laughs> it's like Doug, uh-huh. Doug McCash with a camera, man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's mean. That's the meanest shit you've said. You said some meaner stuff than me. So. I have. I actually sat behind him once at a coffee shop, and I wanted to like hit him over the head with a brick. <laughs> me, or, me or McCash? McCash, oh, not good. you. I love you. Anyways, but yeah, I was the face of that, so I was involved in I was involved in that that pushback against it. And still, we're still fighting that one. It's such a pain. That's the thing, man. That it, you guys, I mean, like, um, no, yeah, can we? <laughs> fuck that guy. Anyways, um, sorry. Hey, can we just real quick? I'm sorry. No. Don't you will not lose your train of thought, right? I can I trust totally. you. No, it's all right. Really? I, okay, I will not lose my. No, right, continue. Right, continue. No, no, I won't lose it. Keep going. You sure? Yeah, yeah. Interrupt me. Okay, give me some echo effect. Dog out of the week. Oh wow! You have a dog out of the week, Doug McCash. <laughs> Are we going around? Is that somewhere to do him? Go? No, around? we just dogged him out. Dogged him out. No, but here's the thing: when y'all were talking about, because y'all are very, um, um, I'm talking Mar- Marla, right? Yeah. Marla and Ethan. I'm talking. You guys know what you're talking about. You have the uh, the academic. You know, you have the <laughs> academic background. You understand policy. You understand just the metrics. You understand. Um, statistics are involved. For me, with the STR thing, it was very hard to. Qua- there, there was more of a qualitative argument that I was trying to make, which you, is very hard to do in city council council chambers. But like, I kind of wanted to say to a lot of these folks that were like, it was the um, 
the Alliance for Neighborhood Prosperity. Yeah, they, they, they were the pro, the pro group. Yeah, ah. yeah, 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 yeah. The foe. The, the ah. they were yeah. the the um, um, AstroTurf yeah. organization that was here in town. And I just want to say, like, y'all just make it more boring. Like, you <laughs> just make it duller. And it's like if you just would tell me if you just come here and say like we want to make as much money as we can with as little effort, I would respect you so much more. But instead, they just like they just they would come in with this this rigmarole like we're promoting tourism and blah blah right. blah blah. Sorry, sorry, that's the only thing I wanted to say on that. No, nope. I, I mean the hard part about it is even if they come up with good reforms, and I mm. believe part of what they've come up with is good. There's some stuff that's questionable. Mm. City of New Orleans will never be able to enforce it. That's right. Mm. And I've already shown you know, that they're probably so not like, going it's to. It's bullshit. Yeah. Yep. That's hard. Because you had to deal with that, Jeff. Down was, was that something you were dealing with down in with Lost Love? Well, I Can you talk I believe that I, that I almost went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they just, they just rolled in. They rolled in. And uh, I think the name of the director was Paul something back then. Do you recall? Ethan, the mm-hmm. last one um, of, of which Alliance for uh, the uh, permit, the permit not, director. Not, sorry, oh, not, um, not, not I don't remember, but but I, I'm sure they were a problem. Okay, so when the Department of Permits comes, they come in uniforms that look almost identical to NOPD. Oh, that's right. But they're not cops. Yeah. Right. And it's for- it's to instill this fear in you that they are cops yeah, yeah you yeah. know and uh, they carry the weight and the import um you know and yeah i had every right to put that guy out and i just didn't realize it mm-hmm. you know and uh so yeah man they really g- gave me the the rundown that was a, that was down in the marini though right it was in the marini yeah. and I'll, I'll admit this that like <laughs> i was trying to get in a uh a, a dj on one night and he was about to start you know, and it, all the DJ equipment is set up on the stage. And then the permit. And the permit people rolled in right before he was about to start. Literally, like, permit. And I just police. kept saying, nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> what? Nothing happened. You can't cite me. Uh, there was no performance. There was no performance. That is the Trump defense. Okay. Right. So uh, they didn't, it didn't matter. It didn't matter to them. And ultimately, I had to make an appearance at city court. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, before I swap out, I just want to say congratulations. I got my, my invitation hand delivered today. <laughs> are, we swap, are we swapping out? We're yeah. swapping out. We're about to swap, we're out, swap out. But let's do closing comments. Chris Lane. Oh, geez. I, I don't think I have any. Come do on, I, you do. About, yeah, what, what do you want to ask me about? I just, I've been I having a grand time. time. I, like, here's the thing. I've been waiting out there, eating pizza and drinking whiskey. And I was like, I got to go home. I got a two-year-old baby at home. And then, and then when I'm sitting with y'all, this is so much fun because I forget how like energetic it gets uh, yeah. when we're in this room talking trash about people we don't like uh, with people that we do like. That's, that's uh, great. That's <laughs> a good life, babe. Yeah, it's a good life, babe. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, I'm, and I just got my, I got my invite, Jeff, and I haven't RSVP'd yet, but I'm, I'm coming with the baby. <laughs> All right. The Dude. baby's coming to the nuptials. Too, yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I'm baby's nice. coming. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, thanks y'all for having me. Uh, look forward to my seventh or eighth appearance. Ethan uh, Ellistad <laughs> from Macnair, dude. Chris Lane, Ethan Ellistad, thank you so much for coming on the mics. Um, as we're transferring, we're gonna do a fake ad, and uh, we're gonna have Meatball sit down, and we're gonna ask someone in this room. Thank you, Marla, as well, to uh, go get uh, to go get Wheel get Rich VK, who's running the show, and get um, Wheeler oh, and. Uh, 
Mike? You don't get your last word? <laughs> Mike. That's where I, that's where I fade. Get your last word. If, do you want to get the last word on the oh, echo effect? Yeah, I got it. I got the last word. Because you can. I, I got to get the other boys. Oh, I know. Oh, oh, oh shit. Like no, you Stand well, by, come, folks. Oh. We're going to make it. <laughs> Stand by, folks. Ouch. We're making a this change. This is chaos. Of, we're going to do sorry, change of talent. Right? We're going to do a, uh, as soon as, um, yeah, right. change of talent. Rick, Chris, thank you, buddy. Yo. Chris Lane. What's going on, man? Dude, I I know you don't know this, bro. You're, you're one of my favorite people in town. He likes to list people. I like to list people. John Stewart, doppelganger. Love it. Sliding in, sliding Meatball in. Meatballs sliding it moving, in. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Shadows moving in. All right. We still on? Yes, we're rolling. We're actually. What's up, everybody? Happen- well, you got to put your mic in front of you, that Meatball. Yeah. Put your headphones on, too. Tighten the ship. Tighten the ship. Fake out of the week. I was trying to do a fake out of the week while they were coming in, Randy. What, what we we should have talked about no, it in pre-production. Yeah, and what, what we should have did what is gave, gave them a clap, and then oh. that would have been an end, and then we could have, like, Word. That was, but instead it was like the sloppy sort of slide over. But that's okay. Everybody. Pod, Podfather. I really was thinking we would take that time to do a fake ad. <laughs> but I just didn't advance that with you. Fake. I thought you wanted me to make up something on the spot. Of the week. Uh-huh. Fake ad of the week. Shadow, you have a pair of uh, headphones somewhere over there. Oh, no, he doesn't. He does. Oh, you got him. All right. Okay. Sorry, man. Sorry. I don't need headphones. Folks, if you take <laughs> out of the week, New Orleans, this is from New Orleans. This is like a New Orleans City ad. New Orleans City has paid us to say, if you want to avoid potholes, you know, live in the best part of the Seventh Ward. That's it. Like, yeah. buy those that property. That's kind of true. That Buy that property. That's not true. That's never been a lake view? No, it's, no, th- no, no, no. Th- that's why I said the best part of the seventh word, yeah, Randy. Yeah, yeah. I'm agreeing with you. If you have a problem with potholes, and this is a sponsored ad from the city and Latoya Cantrell, who told me personally to tell this ad, which is if you don't want potholes, potholes move to uh, like Lapyrus. <laughs> if you don't want potholes. Or it could be like at the discourse where you could just sponsor a pothole. Or a pothole, yeah. like they do right. the Well, no, I was saying to Heffy before that it, Google should have like ways should have like a fucking evolving pothole map in this town, you know, so, and tell you exactly how fast you can go. You're you're giving us extra like like charm for our paid sponsorship, which is great. We just would like to be able to get to go to the airport the right way. And that's Jetto, everybody. Jetto, Meatball, what's up? Hey yo, what's up, fellas? How you Thanks for having doing? us in here. Yeah. So good to see you. Absolutely. It's been a while. Absolutely. Almost didn't recognize Randy. I hadn't seen him in a long time. Probably since that last podcast. It's been a minute. You guys had that. The famous the balloon Mardi Gras one. Oh, the the, the infamous balloon controversy. That never got aired. Oh, it never aired? It did. It only didn't get. Okay, we got to give Randy the mic real quick. Um, Sorry. I think, Randy, the only episode we never aired was because of like. Someone who was on, not you or not anyone in this room, uh-huh. who had like talked about doing some drugs, and we and they asked us the next day to not air it. Oh. And no, but I still have it, and dude, I'll give it to you. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> fine. It's, we talked for ninety minutes about the balloons. I don't, 
We talked for 90 minutes about the balloons, and Meatball got a little upset. At <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't. That was. I don't upset. know what that was. But uh, I was. But, I got really drunk on that. One. <laughs> right. That one was one way. Was, that was I don't the even. Remember, I don't even remember what the. What you the had us all fired was. up about joining some like crew to like get on the floats and stuff. We're like, we'll do it. Sponsor <laughs> yeah, training. Yes. Right. Which is. Which is. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, so we got Jetto here good to from be Ca- back. We got Jetto from California. We got Meatball here. Um. Jetto, you came in town. Uh, you got an Air- I just got here yesterday. You got an Airbnb. Yes, I did, man. Well, I haven't been here in, you know, year and a half, a little more. So, and last time I was very injured. I had to leave in disgrace, limp away, sucked. Injured, like, psychologically, spiritually, No, no, socially. physically. Physically. Oh, I had, that's the worst guy. Yeah, it sucked. It sucked. I actually left the fairgrounds, which I'd never done in my entire life. Oh, man. That's how bad. I and felt. it wasn't because it was the, of the band. It was the no. gro- it was the groin. Thing, no, right? it was the groin. Yes, it was terrible. Um, so yeah, I've been like I haven't hardly left my house since then. It's an old man, but uh, I'm feeling better now. So I was just up in the city because that's where I'm actually from, New York City. I'm right. from LA. So I was just up there, and then I said, "Fuck it, let me come down here, see, catch up with y'all, see how you guys are doing." <laughs> Good reason to come down. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. not a bad reason to come down. We've had you on the pod before. Yes, we have. Yeah, and we've and you come from a media family, I think, right? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, my dad was a was a reporter. Yeah, was a writer, definitely. And, and I, I and made a joke attorney. on Facebook the other day about you yet leaving us a voicemail because that's what's great. Chris Lane just dropped it down, right? He was just like, "Fuck it." It was just so like, Jetto, I love you so much. You're a teddy bear, and <laughs> you're. And I made a joke on Facebook the other day about like you making like a visceral voicemail to us about something that happened on one of the podcasts. Well, it was a similar on. situation, like because I don't mind being confessional about the shit that I do, uh-huh. but I don't want to rat other people. You know what I mean? Had like, you, you ratted them out, or you heard I, them? I was no, I was telling a story that involves some other people, and. <laughs> I realized that that's it's just a code of mine. Like you don't totally. do that. You don't fucking do that. You know I can right. say I did. I did this. I did that. But totally. Everyone else should remain remain anonymous. You know. So that's why I uh, I made that phone call to you. It was also personal as well. <laughs> I like to I'm, I'm right. I like to leave voicemails. Uh, you know, ranting at you. It makes that's good. Happy. I do have that thing with little homie where I'm like the three minute rant of the week where I call his voicemail. And I leave him a three-minute exact timing. You time Seriously, it? you can ask him. And I leave him a three-minute voicemail like three times a week when he's in town. Just because, I don't know. It's like a... a Hopefully a, this a, isn't a rehearsed rant. It's, 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 it's got to be off the a, cuff it's, when it's you're a, doing it like no, that. No, it's a device just to uh, to uh, get through the day. Meatball, how are you, buddy? Doing good, man. Doing good. Word. We love you here at The Good Life. But yeah, man. I got to say, man, if we had a... Like, I appreciate the love too, man. Because I, like I said, I've never really been on it and got me on this shirt and just being good friends and that kind of thing. And I'm, you know, I'm happy you guys have been rocking this thing and hope you keep it going for a while. Thank you, man. I got to say, you maybe, and I don't know, I've been giving lots of accolades out tonight and Randy's making fun of me right now. But look, if you, okay, look, Randy, I'm speaking to you now. You know, the NBA has the MVP. Most improved player, best coach, whatever. I can have multiple awards, and so it's like we, a high school yearbook. So as we yes, so as we've been doing <laughs> your these, most improved as we've been doing these podcasts, like 
I think I would say Meatball, like, maybe represents the spirit of the show the best. Wow. You know, like, just a really sweet fucking guy. <laughs> and I like to think that we're doing a sweet show job. It's all about the love. <laughs> well, the thing that, the thing that, that, because it's funny because I feel like I'm one of the guys that's not part of this Maple Leaf. Yeah. Because I, I fucking, sure. I fucking hate Jazz Fest. And Word. everybody else that comes through here. I love that it, No, it's it's fine. I mean, you know, it is what it is. But it's like, I fucking hate jet. I hate, it's dusty. It's fucking crowded. You like. Horse manure. I hate seeing music rainy. in a fucking. Live that space. Shit. Like that shit. Yeah. Whatever. I hate everything about it. And I worked it for years uh, as a camera guy. And, um. But the well, thing that's it's never the same when you have to work something. It's not like you're yeah. they're having a fun, good yeah. time. Like I used to hate the whole they're time. They're gonna of hate jazz each other. Again. No, 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 no. I I know why people like it. Right. For whatever. Like there's yeah. certain things that just like it's just it's just not my thing. But I get why. Like this is I, not. A, yeah. There's certain shit. There's, it's not about work. You just don't like that. Yeah. There's I certain guess. shit. There's certain like you see people like at the beach having a great time, and you're like, I just don't like it. But it, I wish I could like it. Like you totally. Do you know that. what I'm saying? So it's it's, yeah. it's nothing about that. Gotcha. The, the, and I'm getting to a, a more beautiful moment. I okay. Guess. Right. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 I'm, I'm not sorry. like. But it's it's kind of a cool thing seeing you know you guys have Oak Street, you got snakes. You got maple, and I always joke about it. It's like, oh, it's the '90s snake, and I mean, the Oak Street crowd. But it is, and it it's is. there's something cool about, you know, when you see all you guys together, and then when you see people like Chris Lane and what they're doing, and and like what what you know, Meatball, whether it's yeah. Barbecue Dave or whoever, like yeah. everybody has their lane, and that's what to me, New Orleans has always been. There's always someone that's interesting and different and 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 just you know it's just beautiful to see it in a spot where even if people are from other places that's what those are the types of people that we attract yeah. and that's why you know and there's something just it's, it's just beautiful this is a nice 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 moment to get especially because like normally it's like i think when we were on we had uh little homie and and i think that might have been I think it. wheeler came in oh yeah. wheeler came yeah. in yeah so that was, it was around the boogie trade yeah, so that was like one of the only moments that I've been around where it was multiple people. Like, and so it was like, but this is a really nice moment where everybody is kind of hanging out and like you could kind of feel the vibe of, of the love of and, yeah. and just the the characters. If you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like, it's I'm definitely on the outside of that because I wasn't in, in like I was a Frenchman kid like in the 90s, but like, uh, yeah. but it's cool, but it's but cool. Jeff and I didn't know each other in the 90s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we all kind of like. Have well, come Jeff, was Jeff was Jeff a snake and Jake's? You know, we all went to places. You went like to that. snakes but you, for a period, but yeah. you and I never saw each other there. We <laughs> no. talked about this. Yeah, no. No. We, we probably met, did. We probably saw each other, and yeah. when I was the door guy there in the nineties, yeah. but we met in the uh, aughts. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of to your point, Randy, like a lot of cats are like that, <laughs> like time and space, man. Fuck it. But I mean, somebody like B is so different than Meatball. We just it's so like, different. You think? No, that's what you know what I'm saying. But it's how about <laughs> Fatty Rick and Skinny Rick? But it's you but should have seen us playing uh, Pattaya, you know, water volleyball together, man. It'd be arguments all day. It wasn't just me and him. It was like more everybody. And Joel knows it was kind of like our group. It was like, you know, that was part of it. It's like, oh no, you're cheating. You can't keep score. No, no, what's the 
And then, you know, it's like one time B was like, oh, I'm going to take my ball and go home kind of thing, you know, and he like lived oh, right like there. Oh, left, took the ball home. <laughs> meatball. It was like those kind of arguments. Okay, so man. I'm going to say this nice thing about it meatball. It's pretty funny. It was, you, you were, you, you, you kept that shit cool. I didn't keep it going. We got to keep this shit going. Hey, um, Jen Odell. Jen Odell, you want to come on the mic for a second? Say hi. And then, No. No, we're about to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we want to do a fake eye of the week? While we wait for Trace to come here? I know. Fake eye of the week. No, you have to go get our guest. That's the whole thing for the fake eye of the week. It's for you to go get the next guest. <laughs> fake eye of the week, everybody. Um... Are we back? The Jetto sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> We're back. Jetto. I don't want to start. Sure if it was paused Where, or not. Going? I'm going to start saying that it every say time. Doesn't or anything. Every time there's some pause or break, you know, it's just like I do a fake out of the week. Yeah. Jetto sponsors uh, neutral grounds. Neutral, neutral grounds. Jetto neutral. Spot. Yeah. Neutral grounds. Yes. Grounds. Grounds. Because you are neutral ground, my friend. I am neutral ground? Yes. That's a serious insult, I feel. <laughs> no. I mean, what the hell does that mean? I'm not neutral. <laughs> oh, come on. And that's why it's funny because I know you're not, and you're the neutral ground sponsor of the week. Um, like on Esplanade, you know, oh, okay. yes, Clayborn, right, right, right. like you're the sponsor. Like we're going to pretend because it's a fake. That's a fake. I don't know that you've given money towards this neutral ground. You're giving money towards a neutral ground. For the parking spots. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I did that. that. New parking. Okay. There you go. Pick there it up. Is. There it is. I'm picking it up. Jetto, man. We love you, bro. Thanks. So glad you Thanks. came in town. Thank you. I heard you got an Airbnb on the downtown side. Uh, yeah. And because it wouldn't be It's a Good Life if we didn't talk about downtown uptown real quick before we bring this left. Downtown, you guys got an Airbnb on the downtown side. Okay. You did? No, I'm asking. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. It's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not uptown. That's it's true. It's better. <laughs> it's better. Can we just, yeah. just acknowledge? That's better? All right. Yes. It's better. I'm I'm with that. Yeah, you're like eight uh, yeah, blocks no, from pals. Like, you're like, I actually moved. Fucking snake and jokes. Yeah, I I moved away point. from Oak Street in my senior year. It's tough to get <laughs> away. When did you become? When did you flip from being an uptown girl to living down here? Sorry. Before this podcast, or about the time of this podcast. Because you was always you were always uptown. Not totally, but if here's what I love about our friends who don't listen to the pod. I've done about a thousand rants about uptown versus downtown on the show. So anyone who listens to the show knows that I'm a downtown guy. You think? I do think. I don't know. You don't know. No, I don't. I don't think so. Like, That's interesting. Like you work uptown. Like I don't you, work uptown. You live. We work at. Wait, you, where are you working now? At my house. Oh, okay. On my couch. No, that's, that's, <laughs> but you did. You, like every. At CAC is that uptown? Yeah, I guess. Like there's years I could say I never went uptown. No, back. So, okay. Like you know what I'm saying. That's like, a different pod, bro. But but that's what I'm saying. Like like. Yes. I think the farthest uptown he gets lately is Wheeler's house. 
That is the Friends. Maybe Unless six it's once in a while, one. but not that often. Yeah, yeah, this shit is lost on me, man, because uh, in New York City, you know, you got Brooklyn, Queens. Those places are different. Not, not so much anymore, though. Now fucking Manhattan just took over everything. You go out to Brooklyn, it's in Manhattan. You got to parts of Queens, it's Manhattan. But when I was a kid, it was really different. My father... The thing he hated most in life was Queens and people from Queens. Ah. He used to say, he used <laughs> he to call it. Was he Manhattan? He used to call it, yeah, well, he was from Jersey. He was Jersey. Nah, he died a long time ago. So he was from Jersey, but he, he came into the city and got all like snobby about it and shit. And he used to call Queens the Republic of Queens. And he used to say you had to get a passport just to go in there because they were all Jeff fans. Mostly because they were Jeff fans. That <laughs> 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 was his biggest beef. And they were all like Archie Bunker, you know. That, and it was a real deal back then. They all worked at the airport, all mobbed up, you know. Yeah. Like uh, gambling, sure. you know, doing the sports book, feeding the monkey that way. But uh, so, yeah, like I never really, it never really was like, oh, uptown, downtown in this town. That never compute, you know. I never really acknowledged that. I was like, "You're like just New Orleans. <laughs> you get the same food down there as you can get up there. Um, it's not that far. <laughs> it's not like, you know. I don't know. Is it like ethnic though? Because like in, in no, New York, it's, it's like like, like 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 Queens is Irish back then, right? Like Queens was Irish. You know, uh, Brooklyn was a lot, but Italian, Dominican. You know, and it would break down that way, but it didn't seem like that that went down here like that, right? Well, it did. It, you know, it the did. legend. This goes way back, you know, and this is what started it: is that Canal Street separated, you know, the Americans from the Creoles. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. yeah and, and of course, it, the Irish Channel is there. Right, right, yeah. The Irish Channel is there. <laughs> and uh, the poor Guineas were relegated to the French I, Quarter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's what fueled it way back when oh, and then people felt more white like white white no, but that's like still completely do still do all right let's switch some shit up fake ad of the week because yeah. i have actually a degree in this <laughs> that's not true actually the uh downtown was downtown was known as the center of all of Creole culture, which is something that downtowners and downtown families still pride themselves on, whereas Uptown still prides itself in being the center of Black American culture. So that is, it was not that it was all the white people, because guess what? How, guess how many people <clears throat> does one very like insanely like rich plantation white family hire? To have them like fucking cater to every need and like continue making them money. A lot more people than are in that white family. So there are more people in that. And also, I live in the Irish Channel, and that's my statement. Yeah, that's a good. Just, just growing up here, that's a good. The white people that were uptown were way white. They were like southern white. Way white. And we we did that. That just wasn't. That was we did. Yeah. We didn't mix. Right. It didn't work. So okay, I mean, but so now, do you understand that the people who are down no, 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 are no. nothing are nothing southern? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, like we didn't. Also, I grew up in Philly. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying, I'm just talking about the way we up until. Fuck. Like now, like my dad will still like talk about uptown. Like. Oh right. Yeah, it's like it's, a whole it's, different. And I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about yeah. necessarily like census or numbers or whatever. And I do agree with you that there, that there is. And when I'm, I mean white, I'm talking about the white people that were there. Right. Not necessarily, I mean, obviously there's an African-American community that's deep and rich and, and very different from the downtown 
African American different neighborhoods and different. Creole, much, it's not all of it. Not all of it's no. Creole, but. Historically, well, I mean, historically, I'm, I'm talking about like in the '80s and '90s and '70s. Like, I'm talking about people that I went to school I mean, with and yeah, hung no, out with. You know what I mean? Question, there's there's like, hills distinctions in the neighborhoods downtown. I mean, there's Seventh Ward sure. is Creole, Ninth Ward was all freaking Longshoremen's families on the living in those little houses, which is was a whole different mix of people. That was all working class people of every race and culture working on the fucking boats and buying you know little small working class. And all of that stuff, like it, 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 you see it, like like all the folks that that moved to St. Bernard, like those are the people that were in the Bywater. Like a lot of those people when they they moved over there, like people uptown, you could see it in uh there's video footage of like there's a documentary called uh what uh what is it? Yeah, you're right. Where they like literally are making fun of yachts. Like right. that's the deal. Like that like growing up when I went to I went to a a, a private like a all white private school as an elementary school and they would joke about like not saying zinc or not mm. saying turlet and all those right. kind of things and all of that kind of stuff is like it kind of transcended into it was there was a dividing line who we knew was on one side and who was on the other so what is the, what happens i'm sorry yeah. i'm gonna just continue to bring in here out, out of curiosity and also coming from a city where it was also like basically everybody was either if you were white you were Italian or Irish and you were working class or you were black and that was pretty much the best Philadelphia um, So and then coming here I was like, oh, I totally get this but anyway So like what's what what is it like? I don't have family still in Philadelphia What's it like to come back here and see like the sort of the gentrification and the people like coming from other places and like what people are turning both the Bywater and other parts of downtown and also uptown like into like what does it feel like to you does anything feel organic or like it makes sense does anything not feel that way well well i never left um but it it i mean it makes sense and it no oh, I, I mean we we took it we took it yeah sorry it 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 makes sense to me um you know it because i mean obviously it's like in philly like like a lot of folks like move to jersey just like how people move to Slidell to get their kids mm-hmm. out of Jefferson. And then the first generation, the first moment, they're like, oh, we're going to move, you know, like Jeff. Like, we're going to move to Jefferson. It's like to get away from the crime or whatever it is. And then the first moment they get a chance, they're back in the city. You know right. what I mean? And so I think, I think uh, there, there are people that are finding that they can move. Like, I mean, obviously people have information and go, oh, I'm going to move to Austin or I'm going to move to Portland. Or, I'm gonna, this is cool. And right. so people are moving, some people are moving back to their, you know, native city. And then some people are moving to other cities. I mean, it kind of sucks because like what we were talking about earlier about all, like the, the, the folks that were attracted to New Orleans in the 90s and maybe in earlier, obviously, for the Bohemian lifestyle or whatever it was. And it was like various like characters and eccentrics and just people that had everyone in this house right now everyone in this house yeah. and so like even you know it, it it it's you know to me it's like i don't I mean jeff's probably got a good answer about that about how like it's different you know what i mean and and at the same time you can't if you know it, it's not something that you could fight cities change like i like i'm i sit there with my 85 year old dad and the city that he wants is very different than the city that i want and uh-huh. but at this point i'm just like yo you 85 
Like spend your money, eat crawfish. Eat, like eat good Try shit. Enjoy it a little bit. Like yeah, don't don't bitch about something that's it's. This isn't your city anymore. <laughs> it's it's you know what I mean. But on the same. But but on the same side as everybody that's here, when you talk to people and people bitch about like, oh, this is you know the city's corrupt or they're not going to do this, you know, this is our city, so it's up to us and people like Chris Lane and and uh, the other fella that you had like like yeah. it's up to us if we if we want to change something, vote, run for fucking city council like like Joel did. Like even if you don't you don't win, you push some ideas. You know what sure. I mean? But it's ours, so. I wanted to say that I, I had heard some uh, article on NPR, maybe, and uh, uh, there was a woman on who was talking about how it was really our generation that started it all, because uh, the re-acclimation uh, and movement of populations like ours middle class to working class, you know, maybe a little bit higher than middle class. Um, way back in the 90s, in like 1991, you start to see the trend of people like that when we were young moving back into the city and out of the suburbs. Yeah. People yeah. wanting to be a part of it and like the whole, you know, ethnicity of everything and a lot of people become more tolerant and a lot more people like either when they move down here or they just open their views and get more educated about everything you know that brings about the change yeah. you know i mean there's no place that i go in this country that i don't see gentrification happening in a city in fucking tulsa oklahoma they have gentrification you know yeah what's the reason to live in tulsa <clears throat> <laughs> 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 I mean, <laughs> that's, that's one of them. Yeah. That's just objectively how well, powerful well, a force it is. To the rest of the state. <laughs> Except to get a part, a part in Watchmen. I know exactly. <laughs> and then on top of that, it's like, all right, all right, all right. I, I hear what you're saying, but if you're a Norman, maybe Tulsa looks awesome. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, all right, you know, it's all relative. It's true. That's true. But there is something like, like for me, like when I, like, cause I travel and I like end up living somewhere for like three months. So I can end up like, I was in, um, Newcastle, Wyoming. Right. Uh -huh. And, and like around there, there's these cool little towns. And the thing that's cool about it is, is like, well, like Birmingham, it's like, I want to go to places that have, have their own food. they like, if, if your shit is a potato, then you know what I'm saying? It's cool. Like I come from a place that I think is one of the greatest places on the earth, but I believe I want to go and I want to meet people that believe Tulsa, Oklahoma is the greatest place. Cause I, I just give me your shit. I want your shit. Like I'm going to give you your, my shit. Okay. Gotcha. So I'm going to just stick my two cents in here. Tracy Birch. Ladies Tracy and gentlemen. Um, that I live, I work in or how do I say this? I I teach at LSU. I teach at LSU because that's the best job I can get as close to New Orleans as possible. I don't do it because I want to live in Baton Rouge. Is Baton Rouge a city that has not had an urban resurgence, and everybody around that's right. knows that there's no there there, and you don't live in Baton Rouge unless you have to, or you're 100% okay with 
vanilla ice cream suburban living that probably is going to flood every so often. Like, we know we're going to flood every so often, but we take the Rocky Road ice cream, like, because that's what makes it sweet. And, mm. like, Baton Rouge just doesn't have that, you know? And there's not that urban resurgence, and there isn't the people our age who are living there. And it's like... Milk toast. Say it again. Milk toast. There's an ad. <laughs> it's production value. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, honestly, like for me, you know, I came from New York City when I first came down here, and you know, in New York, the bars close at four, and that's pretty cool. But the bars not closing is fucking cooler, by the way. <laughs> and like for me, it's like you know, people make you wait online for shit. You know, just to fucking make you wait online up there. You know, first time I came here, I, I stood on, I was like 15. I came to visit my brother because he was going to Tulane at that point. And I stood online at Tips, and they, and, and the place was totally packed. And they were letting people out one at a time. And then they let a few more people in. And they brought out a fucking case of beer and gave us beer because they were upset that we had to wait online. Now, I know they don't do that shit anymore, probably. Wow. But that's the way it was back then. Right. And for me, from New York City, <laughs> where like literally the place would be empty and they wouldn't let you in just because they didn't want to fucking let you in, you know, I was like, all right, that's, you know, much better. <laughs> I, I'm, this is what I'm about, you know, and then, you know, so it's just, you know, and then we're living, like, you know, everything's changing constantly. I mean, New York City, you can't even believe it. I go up there. I don't even fucking recognize my own neighborhood at all. I don't, you know, everything's yeah. different. All, yeah. every place has changed. Yes. I, there's places down here. We just went by the Crescent City Steakhouse, still there. I went yes. to dinner with my dad there in 1988. Still there. You know that, I mean? that, still there. There's like three places, the whole city. I New saw York, a photo of like, you eating raw oysters at Pascal's Manali. <laughs> I did. Right? Yeah, that was yeah. so good yeah. yesterday. Yeah, I agree with you, like, just on trips that I've made to New York City that, I mean, they do, when they do it, they, it's final. Yeah, it's you know over. I mean? And it's everybody over. moved on. Because, no, it's like a transient place, though. Nobody's sure. really from there. You know? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't even I, I'm Like, I have four friends from about what, from when I was a kid. We're the only people I ever met there from New York City, practically. My right. parents weren't from New York City. You know, my dad was from Passaic, New Jersey. My mom was from way upstate. Oh, really? Oh, that's why you ended up in Philly. <laughs> See, he came he came that the other way. He went to Manhattan. But, um. You know, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, and then the thing is in New York, like a lot of it, and my, I've been thinking about this a lot, especially given the, the political circumstances that are happening now, you know, cause like the mafia, when I was a kid, the five families, they were still big, you know, mm -hmm. and that's what really ultimately drove the city into shit. Cause they had been running it for, a, you know, 50, 70 years. And no one was there to stop them, you know? And then it was finally. Like glamorous. Yeah, they were know, the shit. It was like more exciting if there was a reason. Yeah, if there was, like, yeah. So -and -so got Get whacked right there, whacked you know? Right there the day yeah. And my parents, like, were people who. Well. Protested <clears throat> Vietnam War, my dad, like, went to Vietnam, like, under the rest. Now, what I loved about the Irishman, like bringing it back to the to the uh -huh. um, uh -huh. us being here and the nuptials coming up, we did uh, Jeff's bachelor party. We watched the Irishman. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that was the party. Yeah, I just watched it myself. It was what it was. And it, we <laughs> know what though. To your point, Jen O'Dell, not, not 
not to cut, sorry to cut you off and um and Jetto, I felt like that movie was about like showing that it's a slow and fucking boring life as a mafia person just as it is being a plumber. No. That's what I thought. Yeah, I doubt that. Uh, I, I think this is a good time to do a transition. I think it is. <laughs> guys, I, 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 want, I appreciate you guys coming on. Good to see you, man. But uh, yeah, good to see you too. <laughs> see you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a see you later. Um, this episode. So be Tracy and Wheeler. Yes. Bring it in. Uh, this episode. And then we're going to keep this short. Very short. Yeah, and we're going to wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up. That's right. <laughs> this episode is... Uh, this episode is brought to you by Baby Yoda. <laughs> Everybody loves Baby, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda makes our dreams come true. And Baby Yoda actually paid us money to say that. Like, that's a thing. I'm not even kidding. Baby, Which, Baby Yoda has uh, money transfer powers? Uh, you know, Venmo. Yeah. You know, I mean, stars and, like, lights and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, he, Dude, Baby Yoda transfers a lot of shit to me. But then I'm like, yo, it's got to be like Cash App or something. <laughs> like to like really like seal the deal. So, uh, yeah. Baby Yoda, thanks for sponsoring this uh, 175 Part 2 podcast. If it's a good life, babe, dot com. Wheeler and Tracy on, on the mics. Now. Hello, 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 hello. Hello. Hey, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy and I are getting married in, in two days. Two days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Yeah. There's a, 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 a good bit of uncertainty on my part <gasps> about how. About you should how never say that two days before a wedding. <laughs> Not cold Just, feet. Not cold feet. Finish. You have to let, let me finish. finish. Let the man finish. Okay, okay. Baby Yoda, baby They're, baby they're Yoda. actually married already. They can't even baby let each other finish a fucking sentence. Thank it's you, like Wheeler. married 30 years. <laughs> all right, all right. I guess I'm done. <laughs> now, uh, about the procedure and, like, what follows what, and are we going to have some kind of rehearsal of that? Had you thought of that? I know you... I don't want to say anything about your planning, but... There's been a, a I'd lot. I'd like of to reiterate that I have a PhD in planning. Yes, you do. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what, I'm a wedding do- planning. I am doctor PhD planning. In wedding planning. <laughs> no, um, there was some rehearsal two weeks ago, and we will have more conversations in tomorrow. Two, in two I think, days. And then I we will talk again at Ralph's in the Park before the we ceremony about exactly how it's going to go. It's much more impactful if it's fresh. If it wasn't, uh, <laughs> if it wasn't said before. Truth be told. Rehearsed. It's just going to happen. It'll be fine. It's just going to happen. It's not going to be fine. It's going to be lovely. I just want to point out that there will be party punch at the park long before we arrive. So our friends won't even know the difference. Tracy's friends are rocking out the logistics. So I might, I might, you might have not to fire to Jesse shows as the, uh, we might have as to the driver him. because Max is crazy about those city parks. Let's do that. Bikes, man. Max, is, Max always wants to steer. So yeah. you might end up as Max as your chauffeur. Uh-huh. <laughs> No, it's going to be lovely. We have it's all thought out, but there are things that are not going to go right. And if it was too perfect, then I wouldn't feel right about it. Yeah, a lot of shit's going to go wrong. Of course. No, no, no. But no, little, little, little. Four things are going to go wrong. Yes. But they're going to be like I forgot the cookies. Not. Yeah. 
We nah, didn't have an official. Nah, we didn't pick the book the yeah, venue. Like there's no chairs. <laughs> yeah, or there's no like re- band. Or, or there's no, no like, it's going to be lovely. I, I, yeah, I know. I'm just, these are just thoughts, you know, that I was thinking about. Jeff has had two demands. Last couple of days. Two, de- what, what two are, demands what are they? for the wedding. What? One, Walter Wolf men Washington. All right. Done. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Done. Man after my own heart. Two, I'm only going to be in four staged pictures. Uh-huh. Dude, I love that. You got a good agenda, man. You got four. a solid <laughs> I, I like your platform. He's You're like, like I'm not going to be platform. in this thing where it's one guy and then move and then this person. Yeah, and then He's I like, have to pretend like I'm friends with all these people staged or whatever. pictures and everything else is candid. I want the and four pics. The photographer is like, right the fuck off. I remember being a wedding where a photographer made a friend of ours who's a straight edge who doesn't drink forced him to pose with the, like a champagne toast picture because that was just nope. the shot you had to have. Jeff was like, like four. Would not let the man rest <laughs> on his wedding day till she forced a glass yeah, of what's, champagne. Yeah, what's the, the point, people, of all those endless uh, repetitive substitution photos that those photographers <laughs> put on you and you spend Preach. money on it? Preach. Um, you only need about four or five of those coming out of a wedding and then you can get a ton of really great candid shots that you will love forever trust me so we said there's one birch family plus jeff there's one duvel family Uh i have to practice that because he's just duvel where's the accent (laughs) plus tracy there is a combined family, and then there is an Alzina's-esque photograph with all the uh, friends. All the friends. Yes. Everybody. Like, yeah. All of our chosen family in one giant picture. Uh-huh. And so that's what I'm getting out of him. And I'm super cool with that. It's yeah. going to be awesome. Good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cool. Um, I'll say this as the yeah. one of the half of the Jeff and Joel uh-huh. thing <laughs> that we do here. Uh. I want to tell you guys I love you. And Thank I'm you. Super happy for you. Thanks so much. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of. Uh, you want to do a? No, we got to do echo clap, buddy. Uh-huh. It's got to be echo. It's not. It's not like you're losing your husband and podcast partner. It's like you're gaining a I'm podcast gaining, partner does, in law. I'm gaining does everybody a podcast, in podcast partner. Did, does everybody in podcast partner world know that there's now a podcast studio ish? No, they do. Uh, I, no, we now have, they do. Now they do. The big reveal. The <laughs> big reveal. You we have know. a studio. Who, who made, hey, everybody. Who it's made the podcast studio? Tracy Birch, soon to be <laughs> official wife of Jeff Deville, um, with a yeah. lovely ceremony, has set up this lovely studio for us, and we're so happy for it. And Spencer just came in at this return point to, yeah, to, to say hi. Yeah, he's taking off. He's taking off. Hey, look, this is a good moment as people seem to be coming in, coming in to say goodbye. Maybe we should say goodbye. Yeah. Uh, to the listening audience. All love to Jeff and Tracy. And yes. Marcus and Amory. Julian Julian for becoming a young Continuation of a lot of beautiful Sam. things to celebrate. And the culmination is you two lovely people hey. celebrating your union. We're fucking thrilled about it. Love you guys. Thank you, Wheeler. Wheeler Mormon, everyone. <laughs> Let's bring it up. Uh, okay. It's a goodlifebabe.com. 
Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans, episode 175, part two. Yeah. You wait. You ride.